What is the difference between your experience of existence and that of a saint? The saint knows that the spiritual path is a sublime chess game with God and that the beloved has just made such a fantastic move that the saint is now continually tripping over joy and bursting out in laughter and saying, I surrender. Whereas, my dear, I am afraid you still think you have a thousand serious moves. Ding dong. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is an occasionally comedic podcast about magic, spirituality, mysticism, the occult, the esoteric, herbs, and so much more. I didn't ring my ding-dong bell because I'm recording the video portion of this that gets uploaded to YouTube on Zoom, and Zoom, for some reason, when I ring that bell, it just cuts out the sound completely, and so I look ridiculous ringing that bell. Um, but you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Ding dong. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves. Welcome. How's everybody doing? There was not an episode last week, but we are back, or at least not on the podcast pod players. Um, but if you go over to YouTube, there's lots of new and exciting happenings at the YouTube for a thousand serious moves. Every Monday, I'm continuing to do the weekly tarot reading for the collective. And now I'm adding in another element <clears throat> where at the end of the week, I pray for the collective. And so if you have a prayer request or you would like to participate in the collective prayer and receive the benefits and blessings from that, then head on over to YouTube and check out the weekly collective prayer. You can also book a personal one-on-one -on -one tarot reading with me if you go to marfatarot.com and we can do that in person if you are in far west Texas or we can also do that virtually. I'd say my clients it's about 50-50 um, with 100% accuracy or yeah. So and then if you're also in far west Texas this week, Friday, <clears throat> October 28th, I am doing a candle magic workshop, Candle Magic 101 for the beginners. And my friend Bailey is going to do a 30-minute yoga energetic clearing beforehand. And then the workshop is going to be an hour. It's a suggested donation of $20. And you leave with your own consecrated and charged magical candle that you can burn to attract or repel whatever it is that you wish. So Friday, October 28th, send me an email at htxoracle at gmail.com and I will send you the details. The location is in a private location. Um, so, but just send me an email to RSVP and I will send you that information. And yes, again, check out the website, marfatarot.com. I've got lots of magical anointing oils and new items added there regularly. So now we will just drive right into this podcast. Welcome. I wanted to start out by reading Psalm 11 and a corresponding prayer. So Psalm 11, as you all may remember or 
not because I do have a lot of new listeners that are constantly coming to a thousand serious moves and welcome thank you um to that each of the psalms can be used for a magical and practical purpose and so psalm 11 is actually uh beneficial to be prayed to be safe from persecution and have no evil to fear so if you live in a small town or if your work environment is very gossipy and people are kind of backbiting, then Psalm 11 would be really beneficial for you. So I'm going to read Psalm 11 along with a corresponding prayer, keeping in mind the holy name Pele, which translates to wonderful. In the Lord I put my trust. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For look, The wicked bend their bow, they make ready their arrow on the string, that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? God is in his holy temple, the Lord's throne is in heaven, his eyes behold, his eyelids test the sons of men. The Lord tests the righteous, but the wicked and the one who loves violence his soul hates. Upon the wicked he will rain coals, fire and brimstone and a burning wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous, he loves righteousness, his countenance beholds the upright. Adorable, mighty, and holy God Pele, with you is advice, action, and power, and only you can work wonders. Turn away from me all that is evil, and protect me from the persecution of evil men. For the sake of thy great name, Pele, Amen, Selah. So I'll give a little commentary here about this psalm. So many of you regular listeners know, I'd say over and over and over again, that scripture can be used for our benefit and can be utilized for its wisdom, divorced from the dogma of religion. And I understand that a lot of people have, they kind of bristle when they hear scripture read or hear any mention of the word God, but if we open our minds and our hearts a little bit and open the aperture of the scope, then we can understand that God, the name, is a placeholder for a greater mystery. Some people say source, some people call it the field. Some people just say higher power. Some people say the divine. Some people say the universe. And since this is a podcast on mysticism, having a mystical approach to the mystery that is the divine, many mystical traditions maintain that the outside world 
is a reflection of the inner world and that within us we contain an infinite multitude. Some say in a simplified yet coherent manner that the divine, that God is within. We see this in the Gnostic scriptures, in the Gospel of Thomas. We see this in teachings from the Hindu mystics. We see this through direct apprehension when we pause, listen, plug in, and connect. Now you understand why this podcast is occasionally comedic, because it's definitely not often. So that was the comedic break. And that was the commentary on the comedic break. And that was the commentary on the commentary and so forth. One time after I completed the rite of Abramelin, I was laying in bed praying and I had this notion that I was, it was called to my awareness that I was looking up when I prayed and my holy guardian angel said to me, if I may, said to me, why are you looking up for God? And it gave me pause for reflection as if, as if I had been trained to believe that God was out there, out beyond or outside from me. And so I was grateful to be reminded that yes, that God is within me and emanating from and permeating all. One of my favorite experiences with an oak tree was when I lived on the second floor of a fourplex in Houston in Montrose behind Cecil's Bar. Shout out to my recovery. And I was sitting at my desk looking out the window at my favorite oak tree, though they say that all oak trees are the same oak tree. So I find comfort in that because I did cry when I moved and left that oak tree. That was my friend and still is my friend. And so there I am sitting on the second floor at my desk, looking out the window and looking at the branches of my sweet friend, my sweet and wise friend, the oak tree, and watching lizards hop from the branches and bees buzz around and other flying things. Maybe there was a butterfly on a good day. And there I am just looking at the tree and 
had a distinct impression that the tree told me something and this is what my friend told me. Consciousness permeates everything. So some people like to call God consciousness, awareness, whatever that all-encompassing mystery is. And thinking about the times that we're in and what is tragedy What is death? I have been practicing gratitude lately. And last night, as I was counting my blessings in bed and talking with my partner, we both had this feeling of, is it okay to be grateful for what we have when there's so much tumult and fear and death and wars and rumors of wars and impending destruction and chaos. Is it okay for me to count my blessings when there's people across the world who are going to die. And as I say that, I, I remember that well, aren't we all going to die? And sometimes that mystery feels like it's so heartless. But such is the wisdom of God. Not that it's heartless, but that it's so bright that it appears dark. So, we came to the conclusion that it's okay to be grateful. And I don't have to feel guilty because feeling guilty that I have for today, for today, that I have shelter and heat and warm clothes and food and that I'm safe today. And so feeling guilty about that is going to bring me to a place of incoherence, which doesn't make me of greatest benefit and service to my fellows. If I'm in a place where I'm like, oh, I feel bad that I have this. If I'm in a place of feeling bad and ungrateful, that's not really a very coherent way to be showing up in the world. And so if I am thinking about how can I be of service, prayer and praying for others, getting out of myself and being of service in any way that I can, helping to support anybody that I can in any type of way, 
that's that's what I can do. I'm I'm powerless. Like and this is where the twelve steps in all my affairs comes up is that I'm I'm powerless over people, places and things. And so I'm I'm really powerless over what's going on in the world. But what I do and can have power over is connecting with my higher power and asking for guidance. And I do believe that it is okay to be grateful. In fact, in scripture, it says that it is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. There's, there's a heaviness to what's going on, and it feels so curt to say all is well. Like, oh, oh, everything is sunshine and rainbows. It's like, not that, but that this perception of reality is an illusion and it's a playground is what the Hindu mystics call it. It says life is a playground no matter how gross the play. I find comfort in that. I have a poem that I wrote in the spring and I read it on an earlier episode this year, but I want to reread it. It's just been ringing in my head. It's called Everything is Alright. There's a war a coming. Everything is alright. The war is here, and everything is all right. It's done been here, and everything been all right. Inside, outside, and all around, above and below, within and without, Everything is all right. Filling the last seat at the bar on a Saturday night, vaporizing nicotine with an end in sight. It's always tomorrow, another thing to do, another thing to prove, social status, or weighing the scales. I'll abstain just for today. Turn my phone off just for tonight. Everything is all right. All right. For me, the solution always 
goes back to God. That is my refuge, is the divine. Prayer and meditation, healing. When I wonder, what can I do when the world and is in and on its way to such great destruction and chaos and we are just getting started i remember josephine mccarthy saying in 2020 these are the good times so what do i do do i curl up in fear do i start taking drugs again? Do I plan for the future? How do I plan for the future? How do I know where I'm supposed to go? What am I supposed to be doing? How am I going to make money? How am I going to eat? What, what if this? What if that? What do I even, how do I know where to go? What to do? The wisdom of stillness. Scripture says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek first the kingdom of God. In the Gospel of Thomas, our, one of our Gnostic Gospels says that the kingdom of God is within you and all around you. So seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek within. God moves and speaks in silence. When I don't know where to go, or what to do, or what the future holds, I find that refuge in the beloved brings me back to that place of peace, of acceptance, of higher wisdom, Instagram isn't going to solve my problems. I don't know if there's anything wrong with one thing or the other. But when I'm looking for peace and looking for answers, I turn to the source. To the one who is, was, and will be. And I wanted to go back to this notion of God being outside us that we've been taught. And apparently that notion has been actually is actually embedded in a in a deeper mystery of the divine God as he 
coming from above and the god mother the goddess mother coming from the earth and meeting in the place of our heart which is the eternal flame and within that flame is the void from which all comes so the deeper mystery of god being above that we have come to believe meaning we look up as if god is out there is actually only the surface of that it's not even that it's wrong per se but that it's just like a hint of a scent of a flavor of this idea that actually the divine comes from the stars from all the way up beyond the stars and shoots down like a pillar of light into us and meets at that center flame where it meets the power of our blessed mother earth that we pull up her power from our roots from the core of the earth and meets there in the center flame so this is where a lot of religions have left out as much as they could the notion of the divine feminine and some might argue of why there's so much imbalance in the world because for a long time the divine feminine has been repressed has been attempted to shut out i mean our blessed mother mary they say that the catholic church doesn't know where the rosary came from that she just sort of like appeared and was like you can't get rid of me um, but they try to suppress that as much as possible um, or at least as we start to see in the degradation in uh, protestantism which not that if that is a system that you work with and identify with you know that i don't have to explain myself to anyone so finding that balance point right in the center of our heart where the divine masculine from above comes and meets the divine feminine from below right there in the center of our being within the flame and within the flame is the void from which all comes and this is our true refuge our true home that place of stillness and silence all is well everything is all right this podcast is only occasionally comedic and the other notion that corresponds with what i'm saying here of finding that balance place is finding the balance of giving and receiving so if we have how do i as a person who is in recovery for codependency most of you know that i am in recovery okay so i don't do i have to keep saying that every episode or it's like it's just because a lot i'm getting new listeners all the time but i think that if you've heard me on other podcasts I'm pretty sure that I talk about recovery. So anyway, so 
as a person who is in recovery from codependency, um, I have had a tendency to overgive, to over overshare my what I think other people should do, um, to give mm, too much money or let things slide too much and because I think that I wanted people to like me and so I would be overly giving so that people would like me which I'm just realizing as I'm saying out loud so but this created an imbalance within me because I was not open to really receive and as Oprah says we teach people how to treat us and so if I'm somebody that's overly giving and that I'm not taking care of myself and making sure that my cup is full then I'm teaching people that because I'm not respecting myself that they don't have to respect me too and so I wasn't in a place to be able to receive and so learning to pay attention to where it is that I can receive support maybe somebody holds a door for me or um, somebody brings me a, a gift um, and I noticed that as I started to practice this balancing out of being open to receive instead of just giving is that some people people started is like the universe or like God started it's like people started to bring me gifts like I, I receive a lot of gifts now and when this first started to happen how at first I had an aversion to it where I would almost my mind would or something would try to tell me of what was wrong with the gift and why I shouldn't receive it like oh did they really whatever I would just find all kinds of reasons that I didn't want to I had like an aversion to the gift and through practicing knowing that I needed to learn how to receive and practicing that gratitude and being like yes thank you instead of like trying to find something wrong with it just accept it and just be like thank you thank you and learning that as I've been able to start to practice receiving that I've actually been it's really miraculous how then so many more gifts and opportunities and um, opportunities to receive gifts have been just flooding in and then also remembering the importance now of keeping the scale scales balanced of also then now giving instead of purely receiving of like what can I give and and just how how beneficial it is and how healing it is for me and for others to be able to give back because I too have received now and that because I'm giving from a place where my cup is full and then I'm able to give from that place of fullness then I'm able to give wholeheartedly and without resentment or expectation
So finding a place in the center of our heart where we balance the divine feminine, the divine masculine, welcoming in both sides of ourselves and finding that place in the center of being able to give and to being able to receive. Sometimes it can be painful to learn how to receive and learn how to trust. And this is where asking for help, seeking healing modalities, paying attention to what opportunities or signs or nudges that I start to receive to guide me. So I have been practicing learning biofield tuning and sound therapy. And so I'm in the process of practicing that has become apparent to me as the next step on this journey of how I can be of service. So if you are in West Texas and would like a trial session, I'm not yet certified, but I am practicing. And so we just do it donation based. If you would like for me to do and practice some sound therapy healing with you, send me an email at htxoracle at gmail.com and we can set up a time. Apparently you can do these workings on a hologram of the person and do them remotely, but right now I am preferring to actually do it in person. So if you are in West Texas and would like to try this out, uh, let me know. And um, let's see here. I guess that's really kind of what I wanted to share with you all today. I'm so grateful for you all for listening and I pray that you be guided and receive blessings in whatever it is that you need or whatever it is that you seek. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, subscribe, leave a review, share with your friends, head on over to the YouTube and subscribe on there to get your free weekly tarot reading as well as your free blessings and prayer. And I hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and I will talk to y'all later. Love you. Bye.